Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How'd Coop do with the picks this week? Do we know? Two and one. Oh, wow. What? How'd we do? I believe you went two and one. I went one and two. You won won the week for one. Uh! There you go. You will not win for the season. Telling me I've got a chance. But you did win this. Yeah. My music, Derek. You did a nice job with the Carolina Panthers. Yes. And who else did I take? You picked the Bengals, which was a disgusting pick. What the hell was that mess? And you picked, for some odd reason, the Arizona Cardinals, and you nailed that one. Yes! Yes! I don't know what it was about the Cardinals. Mariota would play poorly, and he did. Man, what happened to him? I was really high on him, too. Uh, That's still right. They're eight and four now? Eight and uh, five? Yeah, I think eight and five. Yeah. That'll be a good one. Them and the Jags are going to come down to the Jags are much better. Much better than they are right now. Nope. They Tennessee are. will bounce back. Okay. But just that one week, I knew they wouldn't. I knew it. Negro Damas. He's back. <laughs> uh, that yes. didn't go over well. <laughs> I remember <laughs> when I said it, it didn't go over well. What did you say it? No, I said it once. I said, you know, people call you Negro Damas, uh, and I remember getting a talking to about that. Really? I mean, when, when Brian says Negro Damas. <laughs> It's okay, but you know when you're yes, yes. when you're calling him Negro Damas, it doesn't roll doesn't, off the uh, doesn't yes, sit well. Yeah, it's no, it's awkward. You know, you it's un- probably stay in your lane. It's uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> so, and you just said it twice. I'm snitching on you. Yeah, I'm telling well, him when I I post uh, mortem after the show, I'm snitching. But I mean, is it really mm, me saying yes, it? If I'm telling a story yes, about how I shouldn't yes, be saying you, it, it came out of your mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I anyway, suppose. Let me say it, okay? All right. You All are right. who? <laughs> I'm through saying it. Okay. <laughs> The old folks get mad when I say it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I get a little pushback. Yeah, but you throw the older brothers and sisters. Throw Caucasian around all willy. I mean, well, I thought you could still say Caucasian. Apparently, you can't. I'm hard to keep up with this stuff. It's good. (laughs) I'm Caucasian, Damas. (laughs) (laughs) Caucasian, Damas. There you go. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bizarro world at Heinz Field last night between the Ravens and Steelers. I don't know how in the hell this happened. So the Ravens, I'm. I'm definitely more shocked by what the Steelers did to that Ravens defense, believe it or not, because they hadn't given up a 300-yard passer all year, the Ravens, and Ben put up 506 on them. And I know how talented they are. Trust me. I know all about the Steelers. But 506 where they hadn't given up a 300-yard passer the entire year, and they were up 30-21 to in the game. The Steelers' defense, we, we had seen them sort of fall apart recently because of the Shazier injury and what that does to them and Joe Hayden getting hurt and changing that secondary. I've seen them do that, and I know that Flacco's capable, but this is the most points that they've ever put up on the Steelers ever, and of course this was the most yardage that they'd given up all year, the Ravens defense, and the Steelers pull it out again with a late Chris Boswell field goal, and this guy has been clutch for them, a very emotional win. Uh, with Ryan Chazier right. in the hospital in Pittsburgh, and they FaceTimed him after the game. He tweeted out a video of him in the hospital after the win, smiling with yeah. some family members and doctors, which was 
great to see. So, I mean, this team's on an emotional run, but if they're giving up that type of yardage and points to the Baltimore Ravens at home, then they've got big problems facing them with the New England Patriots coming up next week. Well, they gave up the runs. They gave up the deep passes. Mike Wallace, of course, comes back, former Pittsburgh Steeler, and, and, and he made plays in this ballgame. The running game, that's that's surprising. Joe Flacco looked like the old Joe Flacco in this ballgame. But you go back to Big Ben, 66 passes. Man, that's more passes than Army had all season. Uh, you know, <laughs> going back to Army and Navy this past weekend, he does that in one ball game. And as Boom and I were discussing prior to the show this morning, you know, your, your new best friend, uh, you know, the game is different at, at the NFL level. It's it's about spreading teams out and chucking it all over the place. And yeah, you would like to have some semblance of a balance, but if if you're making hay, throwing it, and the Steelers, especially where that's in that fourth quarter, I mean. Antonio Brown just went, oh, someone cover him, please, if you can. But we know there's been attrition on the back end there for the Ravens. And so you can you can chalk up some of those uh, those uh, huge passes uh, and, and, and that much success that Big Ben and Antonio Brown enjoyed to that. But still, uh, you, you got to cover those guys. And, and, and Mike Wallace, he made some big plays for the Ravens and got them back in this ballgame because they were down a number of times, you know, 10, uh, 17 points, and it kept clawing. It's got to be play design for Antonio Brown because there's no way that you don't go into a game and say that uh, we'll just let Antonio do his thing and then try to cover anybody else. I think what they do is they create an atmosphere of confusion for defenses and what they should be doing, and then uh, getting Antonio Brown open is a big deal. I mean, the guy had, what, 146 receiving guards in the fourth quarter? I mean, he had over 200 again. I don't know how he does. He's well, just talent too, though. It's unbelievable. You, you can have all those. What do we say? X's and O's, and the Jimmys and the you, Joes. You, you, you talking about a cat with different? Well, I know, but skill it's, set. but he's getting. But he's like example the the one big play in the fourth quarter down the right sideline. He's in one on one coverage, and the safety's sort of like floating in the air there. You would think that that safety, if Antonio Brown's running a go route in the fourth quarter, he's been torching it the entire time, yeah. that the safety would be right on top of him. You can't, that can't happen in that spot, but somehow it does. I, I just, it, and I no. understand, and when you got two guys on you all the time, no matter how talented you are, you're still not going to go for over 200 yards. He does it almost every week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can factor that into it. Uh, sometimes uh, you don't execute the defense in, in the manner in which it was uh, it's supposed to be uh, played. And, and, and you, you know Antonio Brown is going to garner more attention than any other receiver, at least he should. And, and so uh, play confusion can, can, can uh, enter into the equation. But uh, this guy is so talented. I don't care what you draw up. He's, it seems like he's going to always find a way to get open. Yeah, and and we'll see. That'll probably continue for the rest of the year. I mean, but there's no – if you he think – all right, and Le'Veon Bell, by the way, you see that hit on his knee, straightened out his leg? I thought that yeah. was really bad news yeah. for him. Yeah. History injuries, he ended up coming back. What a huge deal yeah. that was for them. But, you, like, the rest of what's going on in that Steelers offense is – and I know Juju Smith-Schuster has had some – um, at a decent run this year, but he was suspended for last night's game. Now, Martavis Bryant hasn't done a damn thing this year. You're talking about whatever that other Eli Rogers, Jesse James, Vance McDonald. Like, like those are the guys you let beat you. I mean, right. But whatever. We'll see how it pans out. But really, it's about that defense and what Tom Brady's going to do to him. But you know what will happen now, right, is you see this game, 39-38, with the Steelers and Ravens, and everybody's expecting next week to be 110 to 109 between the, the Steelers and the Pats, and it'll end up being 
That's that's <laughs> it always ends up working out that way. Well, especially defensively when you give up that many points in a ball game, even though you still got the victory, that hurts. That stings. So you're gonna go back to the drawing board and go say, Hey, we gotta make sure we, 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 we get in lockdown mode and we don't allow that many points again, especially going up against uh the the, the Patriots. And, and and so I, I agree. I don't think you'll see as many points scored next week in that ball game as we witnessed last night because the, you, you 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 your pride takes a hit even though you win. Uh, but you, you your pride takes a hit because you want to be a force on on the defensive side of the ball. And anytime Alex Collins can run through you in the manner in which he did uh, last night, and Flacco can look like the Flacco from their their Super Bowl season, uh, that hurts. Great television in Buffalo yesterday. I wouldn't want to be there. It would have been a worse nightmare for me. That was horrible. Tremendous television. It was great television. I mean, it was could you funny. see the players? Yeah, no, I could. It was, it was funny. And there was one play in, I think, believe it was the fourth quarter where Brissett tries to go to Chester Rogers in the back of the end zone, and he just falls into a pile of snow, and just like you know, the snow goes up in the air. I mean, look like little kids. Now, the snow in Army Navy was great, and, and by the way, that was an excellent game. Uh, that was enough snow. That was fun. Yesterday there in Buffalo, that's too much damn snow. That is not fun. Well, no. For, well, maybe no, no, for no, a no. former yeah. player, that but for someone fun. watching, it was really cool. Yeah. I mean, the, the worst that it got. I'm surprised, though, at halftime. Like, they made sure that the sidelines, so you knew where the out-of-bounds markers were, and yeah. then the lines, you knew exactly where you were on the field in the end zone. But I'm surprised that they didn't have some sort of, like, uh, like a, I don't know, a uh, Give me a name of a truck that's got a some sort of plow, some big right. plow, yep. like a like a John Deere thing. That at halftime they went and cleared. Yeah, it. I'm but, surprised they didn't either. Like take a little bit, like, but maybe it's snowing. Somebody's like, hey, this is going to be but a still fool's though, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, instead of having what 12 inches on the ground and have eight inches on the ground, maybe you could save that. But I, yeah. I'm happy they didn't because I thought it was cool. I love, I absolutely loved it. Got and then him. you had all the linemen there for the uh, Venetary uh, extra, uh, extra point. point. They yeah. were cleaning the path. And, and going back to the Army-Navy game, they were trying to clear a path for their kick. And they were using the the uh, contraption that you use to clean your cleats. Yep. And and the refs, I was like, you can't do that. I'm watching this, of course, from the studio. I was like, you can't use utensils out there to clear utensils. a path. And then like the a fi- spork. <laughs> finally, the refs caught uh, notice of it. But it was too late. They'd already cleared the path. You can't do that. It's just wrong. And and then yesterday you you saw the lineman trying to clear that path and it worked. Yeah, it did at least on that particular play. And that game should have never gone to overtime because first you had a two point conversion Brissett to Doyle that ended up getting called back because of penalty. So then you had the Vinatieri extra point, and then the pick, the terrible throw from Joe Webb gets picked off, and then Vinatieri has a chance to win it in mm-hmm. regulation with a forty three yard attempt. Couldn't get that done, so. Vinatieri's getting all the credit for the extra point. He really just should have missed that. I'm sure everybody would have been happy with a regulation game. <laughs> and then Shady McCoy gets the the touchdown run. But I, I can't – what is it like trying to get out of that game? Like, are they are they that diligent with snow removal that – You the, would think in Buffalo. But the fans don't have a problem getting yeah. out of there? Or do they go to the parking lot and their cars are just snowed that's, in for good? That's true. You got to bring a shovel to right, the game yeah, with you. yeah. Yeah, you're you're probably right. That that snow it's just is... hell on earth. <laughs> it really is. Come on, let's move to Buffalo. I mean, the lake effect snow is no joke, man. No. It just dumps on you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that parking lot was a mess, and people probably were stuck for hours. Yeah, I forget. If not for uh, probably spent the night there. 
I know that Tasker was doing sidelines. I forget who was doing color on CBS for that game, but he said we should take a poll as to how many of these players want to go to overtime right now <laughs> and see if just should they end it now. It's tr- I mean, it gets to a point, I'm sure, where enough is enough. Right, yeah, of course. That's why I said that's that. Those type of conditions are not fun. You hate freezing cold, and and then that amount of snow that is just so difficult, and that's not fun. Army Navy, that amount of snow that was fun. This no fun. Yeah, I had. What was the most amount of snow you ever played in? I n- never in a game. Never in a game. Never in a game. Frozen fields, yes, but never. I uh, really had to deal with a ton of snow. Uh, as a kid, you loved it. You'd go out there and you'd run around and play in it after the game went off. But uh, never – I don't think – in college either did I have a game. Some cold ones, but never uh, snow like that. What adjective would you use to describe your NFL career? Because I was put in that position this weekend. To describe yours? No, to describe yours. Oh, and what did you what did you use? I, I always say just nondescript. It was uh, live the dream, but that's it. Yeah. Unfulfilling. Unfulfilling. And that's of my own volition. I like that. Because by the time I figured it out, I kept getting hurt. I think I gave you too much credit. Oh, damn. I, Let me hear this. Marginal. Okay. Cool. I See, like that. Marginal that's is good. Marginal's better than probably I wasn't what no it was. punk bitch. <laughs> I wasn't. You didn't try though. That's the I did, no, I did at the end. At the end, but yeah. you didn't try well, in the beginning. I, that's what I said. When I, once I figured it out and learned how to be a pro, that's when I kept getting hurt. Yeah, I have a couple names that always get me. And I, we've last time we had this guy. Is it Quadri or Cadre? Hell, I don't know. He was a teammate. I don't even know how to Cadre. It's Cadre, not Cadre, not Quadri. Quadri, Cadre, 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 Q. Q, that's what I called him. Yeah, Q. Ishmael. Yep. Ishmael. Mm-hmm. Ishmael. Speaking of getting hurt, he hooked me up with one of the best chiropractors I ever had. That's right. We talked we're, about that last time. We, when we were teammates, yeah. You know who's teammates with him now? Who? Andrew Pogish. Why? How? They've, they've called games together Get recently. Get out of here. Yeah. What they type call- of games? <laughs> Football games. Really? What do you think Kadri Ishmael's doing? Calling field hockey? He might. He's very talented. Mm. From the Q. Oh, the Q's. Right? Then he go to Syracuse? Yeah. Went to Syracuse. Cadre Ishmael. And so he and Bogus are buddies? Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to talk to Q about that. That's right. That sucks. Coming up next. We have Q or Cadre? We've got Bogus. Cadre. And then we'll welcome in his favorite black broadcaster. Oh, damn. Cadre Ishmael. (laughs) Right? You think that's his favorite? I don't know. I'm just trying to say Kadri Ishmael as much as I can Kadri. before he comes on. Kadri. Because I know I'll just mess it up. I've never called If Kadri. I'm in a room with Kadri Ishmael and Mark Schlereth at the same time, my face is going <laughs> to melt off my skull. <laughs> Mark Schlereth. It's just... It's a, easy. <laughs> that's, that's what I sound like when I try to say it. Mark yeah, your, your pronunciation is marginal. Yeah, yes. well, th- th- thank you. It's, it's been... Better than nondescript, I guess. <laughs> We're coming right back. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at Geo and Jones. Q, come on. Tell the truth. <laughs> Wait a second. Say that again. Q, come on. Mama's baby, daddy's maybe. Six, seven. Yeah. And what's he? Six feet, if that. Man. Mm-hmm. Who's his ex-wife? Lisa Leslie? <laughs> <laughs> We got to ask him about that. Yeah, huh? I thought it was that milkman. Mm-hmm. All right. Who do you like better overall, Brian or Kadri? Overall rating. 
Well, I've known Brian for longer. So he's not what I asked. Right. Uh Brian. For okay. Now. No, of course. Hey, for, for now. For now. Okay. Hey, for now. Who's the person that you'd be more likely to bring to your house and introduce to your family? Kadri. Okay. <laughs> What? Wait. Whoa. What's up with that, dog? Next question. (laughs) Who's the person you'd feel the best about telling a secret to? Kadri. (laughs) I wouldn't put your business in the street. Who would I feel more protected with walking through a bad neighborhood? Brian. Why? Why? You're bigger, Shouldn't. you're bigger which, than him. Which way are you going to run? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know so I don't run over you. <laughs> if your daughter was older than she is and right. was dating. I don't like this question <laughs> at all. In any, who would you rather have <laughs> show up the, at the door? He's going to say none of the above. Kadri. Kadri. again. What? My daughter's six and a half, and she gave me, you're ruining my life yesterday. Really? What? Yeah. Well, are you? I don't think so, but maybe. <laughs> what? Yeah. Those are tough, man. I hear stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. These kids, they get to a certain age, they say these things, man, it's like a dagger. It's like a dagger in the heart. And what yeah. was your reaction to that? Well, I mean, she went stomping away, crying. You're ruining my life because she was being bad, and I told her to stop. And uh, hmm. I gave her like two minutes, and I went and talked to her, and she was a little pouty. But then at bedtime, she was we were friends again. Uh, okay. <laughs> she she <laughs> made me Burgess. read it. Her uh, I Love My Daddy book, so we were all right. Um, oh, see, look, yeah. all's oh, well that oh, ends well. Ooh, see, man, wish my grandma would have been like that. <laughs> I wish I had said, <laughs> you're running my life, old oh. woman. <laughs> what would I have done? Okay, I'm going to show you. Go get that switch. I'm trying to think now since it's going to be soon yeah. that I'm going to be in that club. What are you going to do? <laughs> you're ruining my life. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Be, no, my response, you've already ruined mine. <laughs> That'll be my response. Yep. There you go. No, I'm kidding. It won't. No, it should. Be a better Keep father it real. Than that. If I could be half the father that Bogus is. Yeah. Mm. Bogus is a good dad. I'm all right. He's a good all dad. Right. At least judging by his Instagram, I could tell right. he's a good dad. Yeah. I really don't know. I'm not there, but it looks like he's a good dad. Via social media. I show well. Yeah, right. right, right. <laughs> well, you ruin your kid's life behind the scenes. <laughs> I don't see that post. I don't see that one. All right, Bogus, what do you got for us? Well, boys, the Eagles are NFC East champs after a thrilling and potentially devastating 43-35 win at the Rams in the third quarter of the back-and-forth affair. Carson Wentz took a big hit, diving into the end zone for a touchdown. At the moment, the worst part of the play was a holding penalty negating the score but the hit might have torn Wentz's left ACL. Nick Foles will start instead. I'm absolutely ready. Um, I mean, that's why I'm here. So I'm ready to go, um, prepare every day, uh, work every day, so I'm ready to go. The Eagles apparently holding out hope the ACL is not completely torn, further testing today for a full diagnosis. And then... There is Jets QB Josh McCown who broke his left hand and then broke his heart yesterday mm. in Denver. So thankful they let me be part of this team and uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, if I can finish, I'd love to finish and we'll see what, what the tests say. What? <laughs> He's always what? crying, man. He's always crying. Maybe you go back to porn, man. <laughs> what are you doing? You broke your damn hand. So thankful they let me be part of this team. Why? What? Because <laughs> no one else would? Yeah, I know. This is one of the most nondescript seasons in Jets history. <laughs> My, who is this guy? You're like, what, why are you so happy to be a part of it? Damn. If anything, you were too good to help out the franchise. I could have right. sat there on a 
They're on a championship run, and then you're lost. He with just him. cries, man. This guy cries. Cried wow. in Tampa. Remember him crying in Tampa? They'd lost like six in a row or something ridiculous. He was up at the podium crying. Oh, man. Yeah. He does need to go back to porn. <laughs> Toughen <laughs> him up a little bit, man. You know? That's what porn is a lot like. <laughs> so uh, if if those tests in McCown is done for the year, would Bryce Petty or Christian Hackenberg start? <laughs> I wonder if he relapsed <laughs> after the game. What's Josh doing in the corner? <laughs> no! No! Put down the phone! What? Oh! Where am I? Six years clean! <laughs> right down the tube, right down the poor tube. If I was a teammate, I knew this. I would put stuff in the lockers. <laughs> oh, you, of course you would. This is why he takes Kadri in every one of those. Put something in his playbook. <laughs> oh! Help him relapse. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, again, the question then to Todd Bowles, is it Bryce Petty or is it Christian Hackenberg? It would be Bryce. He's so excited. Uh, Petty <laughs> relieved McCown yesterday. Mikey B with a great joke. He said, worst injury possible for Josh McCown's a broken hand. <laughs> <laughs> but this is his non-throwing hand. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's disgusting. <laughs> well, I mean, he's going to have a lot of time to look at those that don't move it now. That he loves. Oh, it's a lady. That he loves so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's going to have a lot of time on his hands or with his hands. <laughs> oh, good luck. That's part of the rehab. The get back. Strength in his that's what the trainer told me. All right, now uh, what you need to do is play with yourself three, four times a day. And <laughs> get that strength back in that hand. You'll be throwing a football in no time. You want to get back faster? Here's a tip. <laughs> okay, fine with me. That's brutal. Okay. Y'all are bad. Uh, the Steeler win streak is eight after a wild Sunday night football. Pittsburgh led Baltimore 14 nothing. Trailed by 11, starting the fourth and one, 39-38 on Chris Boswell's 46-yard field goal with 42 seconds left. The victory clinches the AFC North for the Steelers. The Patriots can win the East and keep pace with Pittsburgh at 11-2 and on Monday night football in Miami. Giancarlo Stanton could be officially unveiled as a Yankee this afternoon if undergoing his physical this weekend here in New York. And Jack Morris and Alan Trammell, Hall of Famers, after voting from the Hall of Fame's Modern Era Committee. Boys. All right, thanks, Bogish. And joining us right now, a Bogish buddy, Cadre Ismael, who is someone who has worked with Bogish. He's an NFL analyst, former Ravens wide receiver. He's a color analyst for college sports broadcasts. And he's also a former Brian Jones teammate as well, right? Yep. So uh, this guy's got a lot of connections to Gio and Jones. Kadri, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I am running on fumes after my post-game show ended last night. Uh, as oh, always, wow. those <laughs> nights are kind of long, and Mother of Pearl didn't help that we uh, had a thrilling game that ended in a Ravens uh, defeat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am shocked. And I give you credit for waking up and being on with us after that. No it, is not, it is not easy. Wow, Q, you are committed, man. Yeah, seriously. No, no, I'm not committed. I almost, 
<laughs> I almost just said to hell with both of y'all. <laughs> you probably should have. You should have. I yeah. know I would have. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Uh, you must be crazy, Do you want to go now? I'll give you an out right now. Do you want to go? Hey, if y'all hear me snore, then you'll you'll know. You'll know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, did you see that coming last night? Because I don't think anybody did between those two teams. I've seen it all as far as the Ravens and the Steelers and how many times they've played such tight games. But you're absolutely right. Never in my wildest dreams would I have thought, oh, yeah, the Ravens, you know, they're coming off a 44-point um, performance against Detroit. They're going to go into Pittsburgh, and they're going to do – Darn there just as as close as they can to repeat that performance, and they're going to lose. Um, normally, when the Ravens, uh, especially if offensively, puts up you know that amount of points, you would think that they would come away with the victory. But that was just another classic Ravens Steelers rival game, especially at Pittsburgh, and it just it, it continues to baffle my mind. But that's that's the way these games have gone. That that is true. That did did you think Alex Collins could run for as many yards? I think he was one twenty is what he ended up with, and had some excellent runs, breaking through tackles uh, along the sideline. Did you think he could have as much uh, effect on that Steelers defense as he did last night? You know, I was I was somewhat surprised. I mean, I, I've seen him be effective as far as getting the big play down the football field. You know, via the run in some games where you know maybe the defense just didn't get the right fit on the offensive line. There was a crease, and you could just see the acceleration. But what impressed me last night was definitely another level in regarding his ability to to just be strong and, and, and break that initial tackle uh, or just simply, you know, the, the speed in which he was able to turn the corner um, for all four quarters. And, um, you know, it, it's a testament to him how he has – grown as a, a as a runner and and I think he continues to show that he is by far the Ravens big play threat on offense. Joe Flacco looks back at least the last couple of weeks what have been some of the reasons that allowed him to play much better than we saw early on in the season. You know, I think part of um Joe missing training camp was his back. I think that um he was extremely rusty in the beginning of the year. Uh I think he's getting a lot better. You know, this this late in the year, which is what you need. But, um, you know, I, I obviously last night what we saw as far as the fourth quarter, just the offense not able to respond. Um, they did have the one touchdown, but, you know, as far as just answering the call of what Pittsburgh did in the fourth quarter compared to, you know, what, um, you know, the Ravens did, I, I thought that, uh, you know, he looked good, but there's still, you know, just something there that I think is, is holding them back from really being an upper-tier team. Well, you look at this defense for Baltimore. They've been carrying this football team all season long. And, and then last night, the offense puts up 38 points, and they still can't uh, get a victory versus the Steelers. Uh, what what was their problem? Uh, I know Antonio Brown, and we were discussing earlier, you know, it's X's and O's and, and making sure you, you're trying to cause some confusion back there and find some openings to get him to rock. But he's got a ton of talent as well. And I know that's the guy, when you have that installation meeting early in the week that you circle, don't allow him to beat you, but yet – he had over 200 yards receiving. Yeah, that one right there is is, is what troubles me because, you know, Brandon Carr um, pretty much uh, was abused all game. Um, I, I don't even, you know, it's not even funny. It's just like, wow, I, I was surprised because, you know, he had 
up until that point really done a, a, a good job, not a great job, but a really you know good job against some some uh, good receivers. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, I think, you know, a few weeks back when the Ravens played them, um, he kind of put on a clinic, if you will. Uh, so I, I I knew that, you know, just watching that film, you could you could easily say that. Uh, Antonio would be looking at chops, thinking that you know what, okay, I can I can get this done. And you know, obviously defensively in, in a passing attack, I mean, um, basically it's it's can we get to the quarterback and can we hold up in coverage? One helps the other. And if you can get to the quarterback, it makes you look like a hero as far as in the secondary. And if you uh, can cover, then it makes you look like a hero as far as the defensive front getting to the quarterback. So. Um, neither one of them did a, a good enough job against Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown's just too good of a receiver to to uh, be held back. Gio and Jones with Kadri Ismael on CBS Sports Radio. Andrew Bogus, our update anchor, who's worked with you before, was telling us about your son, who is apparently a six-seven quarterback. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, he um, has uh, done a a fine job of of. Having some fine breast milk when he was a baby, and <laughs> that dude just kept on eating, kept on growing, and now here we are, dude. Is legitimately six seven. Now is his mama tall? Yeah, his mom is tall. His mom is. Uh, she played basketball at Syracuse, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, she is. She's six four. Okay. Okay. There you go. All, All right. right. It's Brian. Woods. I was a little concerned. Very cute. I was like, now you know, mama's baby, daddy's maybe. You know? Hey man, no, no, no. I'm kind of like one of them dudes where you know the the DNA passed on down too. Don't don't feel like you know it just he's just tall and just that's it. I mean. Uh, you played a role yeah, too, right? That's right. That's right. You know, I just raised them up all nice and hey, boy, you're getting up at six a.m. We're gonna go ahead and do these these push-ups and Ivan Drago. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> uh, Brian and I had a disagreement this morning about the Eagles' ability to continue to have a great season with Nick Foles. Brian thinks they're going to be able to be uh, just fine and and maybe still even get to the Super Bowl, which many people expect them to do with Carson Wentz. Uh, with that Wentz injury, what do you see the future for the Eagles being? Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Um, but I, I do recognize what Brian is saying. He um, is always the eternal optimist, and, you know, that's where he gets into trouble. It's okay, about it. it's okay. It's okay. No, seriously, I, I, I do like, you know, the fact that, you know, Nick has played, though, in some big games. I mean, that that's kind of what you want. You want your backup to not. Flinch. You don't want your backup to be sitting there, you know, wide-eyed. Hey, we got a great team. Oh God, it's my turn. You know, he he looks like he looks looks like you know Nick Foles, who uh, we've seen a few years back. And you know, I think uh, he has enough talent around him. You know, but what Carson did, you know, like what we just saw in the beginning of the game, where you know the tip pass that um, gets intercepted, and next thing you know. Um, you know, the Rams go down the field and score. So, you know, you just see the composure of Carson, and that's what I think helps him be such, you know, a great catalyst for this, this offensive team. And, and, you know, but, but Nick, you know, I think that uh, he just needs to um, be him. And, and I think, uh, you know, Doug Peterson is going to have his um, ultimate coaching job as far as the mental game and, and making sure guys are, are ready to uh, support Nick if, in fact, this is – as devastating of an ACL injury um, as everyone is just is reporting. 
Kadri, thanks for the time this morning. We'll let you get back to bed. We appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks, Q. Fellas, don't ever call me again. If we're going to call you, just don't answer. Right? How about <laughs> yeah, that? Right. It's your fault, really, more than ours, isn't it? Man, don't even try to put it back on me. See, I try, see, I try to do that Jedi mind trick. Not working. Not working. <laughs> All right, there he goes. Country Ismail on Geo and Jones. He's <laughs> an interesting dude. Yeah, yeah, he, he's different. He and his brother Rocket, they're both different. Planet Played Q. with both of those guys. Did you? Yeah, Rocket you like with better? the Raiders. Well, Q and I had more of a relationship. And then Rocket did a, a little television with us over on the cable side, CBS Sports Network. Was he not good? Nah. No, no. Wasn't good? Didn't not, uh, in the booth. Uh, he, he was in the booth. and uh, so Didn't work out. Didn't work out. Just like it didn't work out for me. You think yeah. you'd be better at it now, though? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be better now. I feel like you'd be much yeah. better at it now. Oh, I agree. But I like what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. In the studio you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Big studio. You go studio. glasses every week now. In the yeah, studio. I got tired of taking them off. Yeah, I, I was, I was, you, you, and you're on camera, and you're then you're off camera, especially when you're doing the highlights. And I would use them to read the the shot sheet, and uh, and then you, you, your director says uh, coming back on camera, and so you're snatching them off, and you're getting caught. So I like hell with it. And I'll just leave them on. So I just leave them on, so I can see what so, I'm reading. Yeah, what I'm reading. Right. Yes. Uh, that wasn't like a decision made by wardrobe at CBS. No, uh, no, that toast. was no, that was all you. Yeah, no, okay, input on that. Just making sure. No, just making sure. Crazy. All right, coming mm. up next, the hottest team in the NFL. Cowboys. Remains, no. Oh, just that. We're oh. coming right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. I was worried for the Chargers. Why? Well, I just, I thought, you know, someone who's that close to you getting a head coaching job, I mean, it just could be tough. Why is it going to be tough? I don't don't have that that ability to kill people off like you. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I was, I was concerned. I said, Brian Jones, that a close friend of Brian Jones, going to be an NFL head coach. Wow. I mean, I hope he doesn't have all the bad habits Brian has. Then we're, <laughs> we're in big, big trouble out there in LA. So, I, and then he they has got a few of them. They, they kinda, <laughs> yeah, it's like some of the off the air conversation. I was like, oh. <laughs> so this is not going to end well. So. And then, and then they got off to the zero and four start, and I said, "Yep, yep." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that because I really liked him when he was in here, but yep. I just saw it coming. But now look at them. Look at me now. Those SOBs are the hottest team in football. What are they? Seven and two in their last nine. That's right. They were zero yeah. and four. Now they're seven and six. Yeah. And boy, are they playing well on both sides of the ball. It's just incredible. Philip Rivers is just looks great. Yeah, man. he really does. He, he looks great. And Keenan Allen, good for him coming off last year, missed basically the entire season with a torn ACL, and he's he's back to being one of the best wide receivers in football. Big play to Tyrell Williams. Yesterday, Hunter Henry was yeah. looking. I mean, they they pulled Rivers and and basically their entire offense, uh, in, right in the early portion of the fourth quarter last uh, or yesterday because yeah. it was uh, it was such a blowout. And now they'll have a big one uh, in a rematch with uh, KC on a short week. I believe they play on Saturday, which stupid. Uh, but do they the now? NFL, I, I believe it's Saturday, isn't it? Oh wow! Yeah, and and so uh, yeah, they've been they've been uh, riding high, and this will be a huge one if they can get this one on the road. 
And you know, they've got that inside track to getting to the playoffs. And it'd be a hell of a turnaround starting 0-4. And in those games, they were in them. Uh, those were close losses at the beginning of the season. And, and they have definitely turned things around, playing some outstanding defense. And offensively, as you just mentioned, uh, Rivers has been great. Keenan Allen has been outstanding. A lot of deep passes yesterday versus White. Josh Norman didn't even like he wanted to play at times. What yeah. is he doing? I know. That team's falling apart. And I think that Jake Rudin's days are numbered there. Uh, because they just did, they look non-competitive right now. Yeah. And they came back and had that unbelievable performance against the Seahawks and came back in that game. And mm-hmm. then since then, they just haven't been able to overcome all their injuries. And that's a tough game to win, too, going across the country against that team. But it, it, they they were just not totally non-competitive. And that game against the Chiefs, I mean, I, I the Chiefs have offensively figured it out the last couple of weeks, no doubt, with Alex Smith playing better and finally Kareem Hunt had another decent game. It was mm-hmm. the first time in like seven weeks. That he first actually, touchdown in, in about seven weeks, right? Yeah, he completely fell off the face of the earth, and and he looked better yesterday. So their offense has, since Andy Reid has given up the play calling duties, their offense has gotten back on track. But I like the Chargers so much better because of their defense. I mean, their defense is just, they've got big-time players on that defense. Of course, we talk about the two pass rushers in Ingram and Bosa, and Casey Hayward is a, is a top five corner in the NFL. I mean, th- this is a team that is is primed to to be right there in the AFC postseason. I, I like them out of all the teams in the AFC. I mean, as a solid three in the conference. I put them ahead of the Jaguars. I like them much better oh, yeah. than the Jaguars. Yeah, I would definitely put them ahead of the Jaguars right now. And uh, th- up front, I mean, they, they play so well. You mentioned the bookends with Ingram and, and Bosa and where they can get after quarterbacks. And that secondary is playing extremely well. I remember Anthony telling me his big – concern coming into the season was uh, the safety position. And so there was some current concerns with that, uh, that that secondary. But right now, and over these last seven, eight weeks, man, they've been uh, really playing tough D and, and winning the close ball games and blowing out others like as they did yesterday. Yeah, Eli's got to be looking around going, man, like you got Ben throwing for 500 yards. You got Phillip Rivers, the quarterback of the hottest team in mm-hmm. football. And then he's stuck with that garbage that's going on right now. He hasn't played all that well, but no. he's still been. A couple picks yesterday, Ugh. and uh, the Cowboys, especially in that second half, uh, Dak Prescott, uh, all those people who were saying he couldn't get it done, apologized because he looked great yesterday moving the ball around. That one pass there in the fourth quarter to uh, J- uh, Jason Witten, beautiful pass over the middle. That's the, the pros make those type of passes, and that was a hell of a pass and catch uh, there. Uh, got got the ball to the running backs. He he, he was sharing the, the rock uh, a ton. But the biggest difference is you see how Sean Lee what he, what type of solidif- how he solidifies that defense and having him out there. Even though the Giants were moving the ball at times, just having him out there that's a huge huge uh, help to uh, to those cats on the D. Yeah, but they're not going to make the playoffs. Man, you crazy? They're not. They are going to make it. They okay, who's going to who's going to they got a few teams to jump, but they're going to make it. Who's going to fall apart then? Uh, let's see. Because they went out, they're only going to be ten and six. Right. Same thing with the Packers. Yep. So I don't know what the tiebreaker situation is with them. Falcons but you... will fall apart. Okay. Then what about the Panthers? Because that's a wild card team. What... The Panthers you... will fall apart too. So you got okay. Both of those teams yes. now are falling apart. Yep. Okay. There you go. All right. Mm-hmm. So that means you got the Seahawks in and but the, the Cow- Falcons and... and the Falcons. They Falcons and the Panthers have another one together, don't they? Don't they have to hook up again? Not sure. Yeah, but so so the one of them is going to get a win, so that's going to not be good for you. No, I was thinking of that. So you got the Seahawks and the Cowboys in, huh? <laughs> it's the wild cards. 
And the Cowboys have to play the Seahawks. Is it this week or two weeks? I know they You're got You're the Cowboys them. fan. I know. They got them. So. Falcons end the season against the Panthers. Yeah. Damn it. Yep. You got. Darn it. So you got the Raiders. You'll beat the Raiders. Beat the Raiders. Then you got the Seahawks going to Dallas on Christmas Eve. Okay. 425 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. And then, excuse me. <coughs> and then they the close Cowboys it with the Eagles. Eagles. Yep. At at uh, Philly, yep. just like they did last year, they closed it there. at Philly. Hmm. They've got no shot. They ain't got a shot. It's over. They man. got a shot. Especially with two the, out of this three. Nick, Nick Foles. Do you think is the the next coming of Brett Favre? I did not say that. So they got no. He puts words in my mouth. You got no shot with Foles they, they playing. They have a shot against the Cowboys. There's they no way. Shot. They're going to win two of those three, and some something else is going to happen, and the Cowboys will get in. Something else because is that's happen. America's team. Oh, okay. Yes, you just watch. as easy as that, huh? I am not Oof, good at rough. deciding when bad teams are going to play well again. I can't do that. Usually, uh, I just I can't figure that out. And I did it again in my picks. Broncos. Yeah. Jets. So I did it again. I'm with you. And we talked about McCown and that whole thing. But, I mean, <laughs> Simeon comes out and plays that well. Yeah. And then the defense, uh, too. After, they were awful. Shut them out. I didn't think that they were capable. I'm with you. I thought they, they've been called soft. They've been called a number of things over the last six, seven weeks. And they come out and they play like the old Broncos. They play like the Broncos played versus the Cowboys earlier in the year. Yeah. So are they going to be a live team down the stretch that could hurt teams' playoff chances if they even – they I'm sure they have some – a decent division game um, down the stretch, if not a So they're playing couple. spoiler now. Well, that's basically, all, I mean, if they're going to turn around, they well, they got the Chiefs the last week of the season. Broncos, Colts on Thursday night. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you looking forward to that. Oh, my Come on. God. That's going to be great. They, they, Broncos and Colts? They need to put that on some other network. Didn't you? Like the game show network or something. (laughs) You can't put that on a regular television channel. you can. Broncos, Colts on a Thursday night? I can't wait. I can because I'm going right to bed on that game. (laughs) I think I'm staying up for that thing. You're going to watch the highlights the next one? (laughs) No. I'm not even going to do that. What's the point? You don't want to see Frank Gore? No. Couldn't even see him yesterday with so much snow. Yeah, I know. But I don't have – there's not a – what part of that football game is interesting Jacoby Brissett? Stop it. I'm serious well, I'm serious, now. too. I've, uh, you've seen plenty of Brissett. Von Miller? Von Miller. Yes. Okay. Akeem Tlaib, he may start a fight. You may miss it. That is one that – all right. He I'll, may shank someone. I'll give you that one. Okay. You're telling me that Akeem Tlaib shanks – a cult? Yes. Then I'm in. It, it don't matter how I went. He tried to do something dirty, so that's why I'm going to beat his ass. All right. <laughs> that's right. He may beat somebody's shanky. ass. A Tlaib shanky. Okay. But that's not enough for me to actually sit there and watch the game. That's how they should promote it. Make yeah. sure you tune in. There may right. be a shanking. But we're going to hide a homemade <laughs> shank somewhere <laughs> in the stadium, and Akeem Tlaib has to find it and stab somebody. <laughs> it's merely a flesh wound. That would be awesome. <laughs> All right, coming up next, concussion protocol. Ugh. Working, not working? I think we know the answer to that. A scary situation with the Houston Texans yesterday. It's Gio and Jones. Keep right here, CBS Sports Radio.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.